Welcome to the Fergus Falls Business Spotlight Podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into local businesses and the individuals that run our community. To guide you along the way, here's your host, Jacob Bittner. Welcome back to another episode. I'm here with Lisa Workman from the Fergus Falls Area Chamber of Commerce, and we're going to talk about the Chamber of Commerce. (laughs) Um, So I'm excited to hear your personal background. It sounds like you've been involved with the Chamber for a while. Yeah. Um, But before we do, you're not, you had your own coffee this morning. I did. You had plenty of caffeine. Yes, I'm caffeinated. You denied, you denied the Stumbinos, which tends to put, there's, I think there's a little bit of extra boost when I drink a stuff, a cup of Stumbinos coffee. It definitely has that extra caffeine kick. Yeah. We love, we love the Jamaican me crazy. So that's what I had. I brewed it at home this morning. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I think I'm drinking the Haggai blend. I think that's how you say it. Okay. But it's really good too. It's really, really good stuff. So thank you, Stumbinos. Uh, thanks to Swan Lake, Elevate, uh, Hotel 8, and Victor Lundin's as well for supporting the show. Absolutely. Means a lot. So, Great local businesses. Yeah. And all chamber members, I assume. Abs- yes, yeah. they are. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am really interested in kind of getting to know you before we talk about the chamber at all. Let's just talk about where you were born, where you're from. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about yeah. growing up a little well, bit. Yeah, I know that story. So uh, my my background is is I've always um, been drawn to water. Uh, I was born in Stillwater, Minnesota, which is the birthplace of Minnesota on the St. Croix River. I lived there for all of my life, or not all of my life, but all of my childhood. I graduated from Stillwater Area High School, home of the ponies. Uh, there's some connections to that, I know, in the Fergus Falls area as well. Uh, from there, I went to college at St. Cloud State, so on the Mississippi River. I spent 10 years living in St. Cloud, met my now husband while I was living there. Um, he, at the time, was working at the Big Stone Power Plant in Ortonville, Big Stone City, South Dakota, Ortonville, okay. Minnesota, and Big Stone City. So obviously, if you are getting married, you usually live in the same place. So then I left St. Cloud and um, moved to South Dakota, and we were there for a few years, and then about... I think it was 1998 or 1999, um, shortly after we got married, we moved to Fergus Falls. He took a job transfer, a, a promotion from the Big Stone Power Plant to system operations here in Fergus Falls. So Otter Till Power is what brought us to the community. Okay. Okay. And then did you did you say what you went to school for? What I you didn't went to college say that for? yet. Let's, yeah. let, what'd you go to college for? Tell me about some of your jobs when you were a kid oh, or gosh, right, yeah. out of, right out of college. Yeah. The, I, my work history goes back to... Uh, when I was 10 years old, uh, my first job was not babysitting. It was selling fireworks. Nice. Yeah. Best job. I mean, that was the That's most awesome. fun job. Yeah. We worked, I'm sure there were some child labor laws that were probably broken. Um, As but- they should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So living in Stillwater, we were right on the border to Wisconsin and the laws were different as far as what you could sell. So my uncle had had a firework stand for many years, and he hired um, me and my brother and sisters as they got older um, to sell fireworks. So we would we would work twelve hour days, awesome. literally like ten o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock at night, selling fireworks in Wisconsin, and 
It was a blast. We got paid in fireworks and a a very small (laughs) amount of cash. (laughs) That definitely sounds like some child labor loss. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It was like, I remember, yeah, it was was a lot of fun though. I mean, we, you know, I started learning customer service then and started learning um, how to describe products and things like that. And of course we got to try some of this stuff. So that was fun. And you know, it was, it was a, I guess a good thing to do. And it was for about a week in the summertime. Okay. So that's my first job. Yeah. And then, uh, any other high school jobs? Yeah, I worked, um, I worked at a Kentucky fried chicken in high school. And then I worked at our local grocery store, Hagberg's country market in Lake Elmo, uh, two lane grocery store, you know, great store. My, my dad still lives in Lake Elmo. So, okay. And then um, St. Cloud State, the Harvard of the Midwest is what Absolutely. they say. Absolutely, yep. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you go to school for then? So I went to school for mass communications. Okay. Um, and then I also have a degree in French. Okay, you speak French. We and tupatipa. That's actually interesting because we'll get into the history of the of the Chamber of Commerce, which originates in France. France, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then coming out of college, you're, you had a communications degree. Did yep. you do anything with, uh, your, that right away? Yeah, I did. Um, uh, my first job was with a Gannett corporation, the St. Cloud okay. daily times. I yep. sold advertising for them right out of college and, um, quickly learned there was more money to be made and more fun to be had doing other things. So I was working full time at the, at, with Gannett and bartending in the, at night, um, and then I got a job selling cars at Auto Center. So okay. I did that for about eight years in St. Cloud. So that was a lot of fun. And then your husband, <laughs> so your husband worked or works for Ottertail Power? Yes. And yep. so that's what brought you guys back to Fergus. What was your, what year was that? Yeah, that was, I think we met in 94, 94, 95. Um, he actually grew up in Clearwater, Minnesota. So he was home for Christmas and we met, literally he, he showed up at my doorstep. We, me and some friends were having a New Year's Eve party and he, his friends knew some of my friends and literally just showed up at my door. Okay. And I'm like, I like that one. So, (laughs) and now we've been married like 27 years. Awesome. Awesome. Then, so what did you do for work in Fergus when you first got into town here? Yeah, I had, I've had a variety of jobs. So worked when I was in South Dakota, um, I worked as a production manager for a, uh, this week or a shopper. The, I don't I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but worked for um, so you know working with printing, commercial printing, advertising, you know that type of thing. And then um, when we moved to Fergus Falls, my first job was at the midweek. Okay. So I did. I learned how to do basic website design and did some receptionist work and designed some ads while I was there. And then, um, so you said you moved. Back to Fergus in ninety in the mid nineties. Yeah, it was, it was mid to late nineties that we moved here. Um, like I said, worked for the midweek, and then my next job was I was the marketing manager for uh, Nelson Ford at the time. Okay, so now Nelson Auto Center. Gotcha. And then you went from Nelson. You worked for them, and then what? Till you said two thousand seven was when you started with the chamber. Right. Of Commerce. Right. Yeah. So I started as an employee in two thousand seven. Um, when I was at Nelson Auto Center, uh, they graciously allowed me to serve on the board of directors for the chamber. Okay. So I had two years of volunteer experience. Um, learned a ton working for Brent and Laurel Nelson, you know, both on running a business, yeah, you know, the marketing, taking care of customers, you know, watching your expenses. I mean, just all kinds of different things. Budgeting, you know, some real good business mm-hmm. sense from them and then I um, 
decided that it was time to do something, you know, I wanted to give back to the community and you, it's hard to raise a family, work a full-time job and volunteer and try to, right. you know, keep all those balls up in the air. And so when the opportunity arose to um, fill the position for the uh, role of leading the chamber back in 2000, I started in 2007, but had applied for two in 2006, okay. I thought this might be a good opportunity for me to do that. And so, you know, just put my name in and... So what is the, does the, what's like the roots of the Chamber of Commerce in Fergus Falls? Has it been around since the beginning of Fergus Falls? Pretty, pretty much, much, pretty much, yeah. So I'm glad you asked that. Um, in 2021, we celebrated our 135th anniversary. Wow. So... You know, last year, Fergus Falls celebrated its sesquicentennial or 150 years. Right. Um, just 14 or 15 years after the city was formed, the Fergus Falls Chamber of Commerce was formed. Dang. So there were, you know, name, there were the, the big names in the community at the time, the business leaders back then thought that, you know, working together, we can accomplish more than working independently. Okay. I like it. And yeah. I like it. So... We mentioned the Chamber of Commerce. It looks like the first known Chamber of Commerce was in 1599. Yes. In, is it Marseille? Mar Mar Marseille. Marseille. Marseille, France. Yeah, so, that's yeah. on the French Riviera. Okay. So yeah, that it, it's interesting because I, I talked to somebody just yesterday and we get that as a common question, like, what is a Chamber of Commerce and you know how long have, have, has it been around? And they they did. They started in France, and I always tell people the 1600s. So you are right. you are one step ahead of me and got the exact. <laughs> well, it year. was my assistant. I don't <laughs> I don't get anything without my assistant on this show. <laughs> and then uh, it looks like 1768, the Chamber of Commerce of New York was founded, becoming the first Chamber of Commerce in the United States. Um, and then the by the late 19th century, Chambers of Commerce uh, started to expand globally with new, numerous chambers forming in different countries and cities, uh, facilitating international trade and cooperation. Yeah. So do you guys then, well, I'll, I'll kind of get into a little bit more of your services and what you do a little later, but you guys work with other cities as well and, and communicate to like Fergus Falls communication to other cities and other businesses? We do. Uh, more, more in a chamber-to-chamber uh, respect, but you're right. The chambers of commerce are recognized worldwide as a you know a solid organization. You know we've got uh, good you know brand recognition when it mm -hmm. comes to chamber of commerce. When you say that, it's it means a similar thing in every community, but we're all you know a little bit yeah. different. But as chambers, we work very well together because we are are all working towards the betterment of our business community, and that that is one thing that runs through true through any chamber of commerce, whether it's in a community smaller than Fergus Falls or whether it's New York City, you know, we're really working uh, for the business community. Right. Um, so you mentioned when it was formed, how about the location? You guys are located right kind of um, really close here. Is it on Mill? Are you guys we're on, on Court Street. On Court yep. Street. Okay. So it's right by Bell Bank, um, Wells Fargo Wells, Bank, City okay. Hall, yep, all the, the new Spice Riverfront Park. Is, right. I can look at it out my window. Is that, um, do you know the history of the locations, some I of the do. different locations? Yeah. Talk about that. I, I, you know, I'm not sure of the some of the different locations prior to 55, 1955. Um, you know, I'm sure they met in a variety of different places, but the, the chamber built the building that's at 202 South Court Street, where we currently are, 
1955. Okay. Um, the chamber members built the building for, I think it was 12, 12 to $14,000 was the whole <laughs> thing. It's a 20 by 50 building. Um, in fact, at the time when they were building it, there was a Minnesota motor used car lot that was, you know, where our parking lot is now, that's now owned by Wells Fargo. Okay. But that was a used car lot that was right on the corner. Um, the building has housed some different city entities in it. So there were the parks supervisor was in there for a while. A center for the arts had an office in there in the building for a while. And um, like I said, the chamber members built it in 1955. So the place that we are at now has and been the home of the chamber for since a long then. Time. Yeah. Long time. Yep. Okay. And then the beginning, as far as the products and services go, it says um, they, this is just general chamber of commerce stuff, but chambers often, uh, they frequently organize trade fairs, exhibitions, business conferences uh, to promote economic activity, foster networking among businesses. Um, they're typically membership based organizations with uh, businesses from various industries and sectors joining to access the benefits and services provided by the chamber. Could not have said it better myself. So talk to me about how that kind of looked from maybe maybe the earlier times that you're aware of or like how it's transpired to where it is now and then what you guys do a little bit. Yeah, so I know one of the things that um, when it was initially formed in the 1880s was that they were to resolve business disputes. Okay. We don't do that. That's one one area that we don't do anymore. Okay. Like we don't get in the middle. We're not the Better Business Bureau. You know, we do get some calls from folks even today that they have a trouble with a business transaction or something. And, we, you know, we recommend them that they contact the business first and then pursue Better Business Bureau and legal if they need to. Right. So that's one thing that we don't do that has changed over the years. Um, but I would say over the years, the, the chamber's role in Fergus Falls has has really mimicked or or listened to what the community needs. So there were times in um, the 1940s that they were selling uh, war bonds. Huh. Um, there, there were times that they were, um, I know they were one of the big advocates for I-94, the interstate system going through Fergus Falls. Okay. Huh. Uh, they've worked to, you know, work to develop a college in the community to, um, work with resorts in the county, you know, so they've done, uh, some tourism at one point they were the tourism, um, provider. So you marketer. would have, you would have at one point. Now we have Greater Fergus Falls. We have Visit Fergus Falls. So right. we have a separate economic development organization and a tourism organization, but right. it used to kind of all be under one umbrella. There. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The the chamber used to do all of those things and, and we still do them in some respect, but we're not the lead. We're a partner in it now. Right. So now we collaborate with Greater Fergus Falls. We, you know, we we're happy to answer questions when people call or stop into the chamber. Um tourism related, you know, for visit Fergus Falls. So as the community has grown, the need for organizations that kind of specialize in certain areas um, has grown too. So okay. I, I'm sure that's why there have been other entities that have developed, you know, we, yeah. we can't and all be experts. And in that's everything. good. That's yeah. good that we're, that we're focusing in on specialized areas, right? Absolutely. Like, so economic development really should be separate from, you guys are more like a economic stability organization. Exactly. Sort yeah. Of. And, yeah. And and there are a lot of things that overlap between like the 
Fergus Falls Chamber and Greater Fergus Falls, you know, we explain to folks a lot of times, you know, we just get people that stop in. They're like, I'm looking at starting a business and where do I start? And we're like, let me introduce you to the staff at Greater Fergus awesome. Falls. They're really great at working with entrepreneurs and getting the business started. Absolutely. And, and maybe site selection and, you know, working through some of the different um, public programs that are available to help the business grow through that the city offers some, you know, financing options or different things like that. Now, once a business is kind of growing a little bit more, now we can take them, you know, if they want to join the chamber, again, we are membership based. Yep. Um, if they want to join the chamber, we can start connecting them to other businesses in the community that will work with them. I think that's one of the things that I appreciate the most about the Fergus Falls business community is that our businesses are willing to work and collaborate with yep. each other and support each other. And yeah. really they, they get it and they're not like, they're, they're not afraid of, I don't want to call them trade secrets, but they're not afraid of supporting each other. It's yep. not all about them. It's mm -hmm. really they're. I mean, so many of our businesses have started because they saw a need in the community, right? not, they wanted to be Scrooge McDuck sitting on a pile of golden coins. Right, right. You know? There's voids. There's constantly voids popping up in yeah. our community and people are stepping up and filling them. Yep. And, and that's, you don't get a good community to live in if you aren't willing to support people that have ideas to fill voids. Right, so, right. Um, talk a little bit about, we'll get back to your products and services here in just sure. a little bit like current operations, but talk to me about your employees. How many people does the chamber employ or how many volunteers? What is that um, structure? Because you guys are a nonprofit. Correct. So you have a board of directors. Yep. How many members of that board of directors? We are have there? a 12-member board of directors. They serve as volunteers and they are in charge. They're When you look at the, like a flow chart or hierarchy, they are in charge of the chamber. So they, uh, they're, one of their main roles is to hire um, a president, which is me. So somebody, a staff person to lead the organization, the day-to-day -day operations, you know, keep us afloat, all those kind of things. Right. Um, and then staff-wise, then we, so I'm full-time um, and have been since 2007. Uh, we have uh, Leanne Barnett is our next in seniority. She has been with the chamber for 13 years now, 13, 14 years. Boy, okay. the time flies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she is uh, part-time with the chamber. She's our events assistant. So her role is to um, contact businesses and invite them to participate in events, as well as, as, well as she uh, collects prizes for many of our events. So for okay. our golf tournament and our bowling tournament, uh, she'll go out and collect a bunch of, you know, these fantastic prizes that make it really fun to participate. Awesome. Um, and then um, next in line is Gina Ackerson. She's our marketing director. She's part-time, and she's been with the chamber for a couple years now. Uh, we just added on Paul Hicks, who's our member services. Great guy. He is he's great. great you know, and he brings a great perspective, too, because he's a small business owner himself. Right. So he's very involved in the community. He coaches soccer, and, you know, it's just... It's nice to, that he can bring that I own the business perspective and I know what it's like. Yep. You know, so absolutely. he goes out and meets with new prospective members as well as our current members, make sure that they're getting the benefits that they'd like. And then our most recent addition is um, Missy Anderson. She just started at the beginning of this year and she's our administrative assistant, uh, takes care of all the details. Like I'm not a huge detail person. She's super detailed. So she takes care of. So you know, you're the only full-time employee. Uh, both Missy and I are full-time. Oh, Missy's full-time. Yep. Okay. And the we have three now that are part-time. So we have five employees and we each have different roles, but they all work together. 
Awesome. We've got an awesome team. I yeah. got to say, it's just yeah. sounds good. amazing team, and they all have passion for what they're doing and for Fergus Falls, awesome. which is so cool to see. Awesome. Do you have any current open positions, any needs for volunteers, any of that stuff that you can think of? So, yeah. So a, a lot of times we'll have... Um, we ask our members if they want to volunteer, especially for our events. We've got Shop Moving Groove coming up in July. Okay. And then we've got a golf tournament in August. And, you know, sometimes we need volunteers to, um, for, let's say for a golf tournament, take the sponsors out to the golf course where their tee box is or right. to help them at registration. So. Cool. We have long-term volunteers like our board of directors, and then we have kind of task-oriented for our events. So there's always a little bit of a need for a volunteer if people cool. want to be a part of it. Awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about your operations then, what you yeah. guys provide. Um, first off, it's membership-based. It, what is it? What does it cost to join the mem- Chamber of Commerce? Is that an okay question to ask? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, our, we are, we're not... Um, we don't keep them secret or anything. So yes, we are uh, organized as a 501c6 trade organ- trade association. So it's the same structure as the NFL, but not Whoa. the same budget. <laughs> a little bit different budget. <laughs> Very much different budget. But a trade association, again, works on behalf of its membership. So we're not a charity. People don't really make donations to the chamber. Um, what they're buying is an investment in the community and our memberships, we have five different levels of membership. They start at uh, $350 for our classic level on up to f- over 5,000 for our visionary. So, and we have members at every level. What, what would be the like difference? Like, let's say someone like me who wanted to join the chamber, like some, I would be the very, very bottom. And then if someone like Ottertail power wanted to join, they would probably be more of like a visionary or how does that? Yeah. So you get to choose. So that's the best thing about it is that, um, depending on what a business is looking for or what they need or what they can afford, they can choose what level that they're at. In fact, we just made it so that businesses can make, um, automatic payments. So they don't have to pay the whole $350 $350 at one time, or they don't have to pay the whole $5,000 at one time. They can split it up so that it's just a little bit every month. But some of the differences are like the classic level are all of our members, they get invited to chamber events. They get a page on our website. They can post hot deals and job postings and events on our website. They can be a guest on our TV show or our radio show. So those are some of the marketing things that especially some of our newer businesses will take advantage of. They can speak at Chamber Cafe, which is a networking event that we hold uh, six times a year. Uh, Like I said, they get invited to all the things. We've just started a new program called MBA. So it's our Chamber Member Benefits Academy. So people get their Chamber MBA. Those are a lunch and learn event where they learn about a specific topic. Uh, This week, Victoria uh, McQuain Creek uh, with Organization for Full Participation. She presented on facilitative leadership. So folks came to the chamber, they got some great content, some great, you know, information to help grow their careers, some lunch, and then they met the other businesses that were there. Huh. So that, okay, there's a lot to unpack yeah, there. I there's know. a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about the uh TV and radio. I'm really yeah. obviously I'm interested in hearing well, yeah. about what you guys do with those. So when someone joins the chamber, they get access to that wide variety of benefits that you right. just listed and uh radio 
radio time, TV time is part of that. Talk about how those, because you're the host. Yeah. You're, you, you're on the other side of this. <laughs> this usually, usually you're the one asking the questions, but you're getting, you're getting peppered by me, which is, I think it's always good to flip I know, the table. I know. It's, it, good, it's okay. So. Cause it helps me understand where, yeah. where our guests are at, but yeah, we've got great partners in the community. Um, we work with latent broadcasting and we have a show the first Wednesday of every month called chamber on the air. We're live on 1250 AM KBRF. Okay. And then our other partner, Peg Access, records that show, and then they, they share it on Peg Access, so it's on TV then. But it's a, just a chance for our members. Um, I get to highlight three to four of our chamber members and talk a little bit deeper about their business. Not like not like this show. This show is like way more in-depth and details. You know, on latent broadcasting, we have about six minutes Okay. To talk to each business, so gotcha. we, we just get a little bit more background on that. Scratch the surface. Yes, exactly. Nice. Get exactly, and that's like just get them to start tell their story, and then Layton, of course, can work with them if they want to afterwards to develop a, a campaign. Do you record that at the radio station? We do. You go into the radio station and do that. Cool. Yep, we do that. Cool. Yeah. And then Peg Access comes and films there. They film right there. They cool. pick up the audio there. Um, in fact, years ago. Um, I was the host of their community hour a couple of days a week. So I was running the controls and okay. that, that was, they were so, that was crazy of them to do that. Like I could have, you know, been doing crazy stuff, but I didn't, but that was really <laughs> stressful. You know, you hear like Dave Bishop on the air yeah. and all the other announcers, Chuck Ahmet and all those guys, they're like on the air. That's wow. That's such a stressful job because it's live. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Well, I don't edit, so we're we're as good as live here. But <laughs> um, so I won't say too many bad yeah. words. Oh, uh, <laughs> so that's I. I kind of got like a an overwhelming amount of those those um, services, but I'm yeah. assuming I'm assuming that all those member benefits are listed on a website. Yes, you guys can see all that yep. when someone sits down with Paul to talk about how to get involved. He'll go through all of those in a little bit more detail exactly. with the business as far as the benefits, but overall the benefit is being a part of a community. You get endless support through right. that. I mean, for, for 350 bucks, that seems like a small expense to just get into something that is a huge community support system. It, it, so. it is. And that's exactly what it is, is, is a support system. And, and that's why we brought Paul Hicks on staff for member services too, is that we provide a customized solution for each business. Not everybody is looking for the notoriety and exposure to tell their story. Some are like, you know what, we're happy with the employees we have. We've got a good business clientele. They're out, outside of Fergus Falls. So we're not trying to grow our business within the community, mm -hmm. but we want a good business climate. And that was that's one of the other big pieces that the chamber does that really doesn't make the headlines or most people don't see it. So we are advocates on behalf of the business community. Mm. Um, we were just on a huge roller coaster ride through the last Minnesota legislative session. So one of the areas, you know, you might see me on Park Region TV or hear me on the radio or on this uh, podcast, right. but some of the work that I spend a lot of time on, especially during a legislative session, is listening to our members and sharing that information with our lawmakers, whether they're policymakers at city council, out Otter Tail County commissioners, or at the state or even federal level, we have the, the chamber provides kind of a direct access to those decision makers. So we'll have some meetings with 
Um, uh, Congresswoman Michelle Fishbach was in Fergus Falls within the last month, and we brought in six or seven of our members for them to share what's going well, what they appreciate at the what the federal level is doing, and where they need some help, assistance, maybe some barriers broken down. Maybe, you know, one of the biggest things was, you know, let's talk about permitting processes. Like these are not real sexy things to be talking about, but this is stuff that makes businesses viable and and we are their advocate. Yeah. So you mentioned, so it's the Fergus Falls area chamber of commerce. What's the stretch? What's the reach? Is there, what's the next closest chamber? So then, yeah, County. so there are three chambers of commerce in Ottertail County. Pelican Rapids has a chamber and they're all volunteer driven, volunteer led. So they don't have a staff person. And then Purim has a chamber of commerce and they have staff. So you guys are out in Ottertail, Lakes area, Underwood, Ashby, yep. all of that kind of falls under the Fergus Falls area. Correct. And we don't draw borders. Like if, if a business is interested in having clients or doing business in Fergus Falls. And and maybe they have a, um, we've got businesses that are, their headquarters are in St. Cloud, in Alexandria, in Grand mm-hmm. Forks. They're welcome to be part of our chamber as long as they're not, um, you know, detrimental to our business community. Okay. So we've got, you know, we've got a- I'm curious if there's any examples of businesses yeah. that would be detrimental well, to our community. <laughs> there, you're, yeah, the, well, years ago, there were like these- Businesses that would go into communities across the country and they would say they were the calling themselves a business club and they were just taking their money mm. and not doing anything yep. for them. So, so you guys vet businesses out a little bit when not, they well, join, kind of? Not, not, we don't really vet them, but you know, they've, they've normally they've been here for a while. Yep. We don't allow, we, we do get some online applications for some businesses out of California and, you know, we check them out, they apply and I'm like, eh, this doesn't look legit. These were bots, you know, robots or, you know, computer bots that Hmm. were filling out the application. Businesses can join multiple chambers. You can be a member of multiple chambers just where, and it's more about getting connected with that specific community then. Right. Plus we can give like, for example, um, Marco, they're based in St. Cloud. They've been a member of the Fergus Falls Chamber for as long as I've been around and probably longer than that. And it gives them a local presence. So mm-hmm. when Crystal Pekarski, their sales consultant, you know, comes to Fergus Falls, she's, she's, our, we help build that local connection then. So she's coming yep. to chamber events and things like gotcha. that. So it's, it's kind of giving some localization if you don't have a local storefront as well as some credibility. What would you say businesses are looking for most when they come to the chamber? Like what's the one service that you guys offer that they're interested in most? You know, currently um, they need help with workforce. They're looking for employees. Yep. Yep. And so that is one of our priorities is to enhance the workforce strategies that are going on in the community. Uh, Specific for each business, uh, we allow our members to post job postings on our website at fergusfalls.com. But in addition to that, those job postings go out to our social media feeds automatically. Right. So they're reaching a wider audience. That's just one little thing that they can they can post as many job postings as they want on our website. And uh, we got pretty good traffic. I think last year we had 90,000 visitors to just our job postings on our website. So we're, they're getting some exposure. We also work... Um, with the Fergus Falls High School and other area entities to put on a career expo at the Fergus Falls High School, but we also invite other schools into that. So our members can have, like you said, a trade show booth. I think that was one of the initial things that we talked about that what do chambers do? Mm. Business expos. So we do yep. a trade show for careers at the 
at the high school for, you know, and Battle Lake comes to it and Hillcrest and, you know, the other high schools in the area will come to that. So again, it's a way for businesses to show off what careers are available to high school students to try to build their talent pipeline. Uh, Okay. Is there... Is there anything else you want to talk about with services that? Gosh, there's so many different things. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, The best way to do it is just talk to Paul. Talk to Paul. He's the guy. Absolutely. Check out our website at fergusfalls.com. Paul knows all a lot of the details, and like I said, we will customize that membership so that businesses get what they're what they want. Not every business is looking for the same thing, Mm -hmm. and so that's why we provide those different levels that people can invest in. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit about events then. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, sh- first of all, let's talk about the shop moving groove, July 13th. Yeah. It's a great day. That's the day I entered the world. So oh, it's a great, it's a great day. Happy but, birthday. Yeah, hey, the same as my sister, Tanya. It's her birthday okay, too. Awesome. So, so, so we're going to have a big party for you. Yeah. In right. East Riverfront Park. <laughs> so what's the, uh, what's the deal with uh, shop moving groove? Yeah, so Shop Move and Groove is a reimagined version of the old-fashioned um, Crazy Days. Okay. So back in the early 2010s, like early teens, um, Crazy Days had kind of fizzled out in Fergus Falls. It was there weren't as many participants. There wasn't a lot. We're like, you know what? We need to end this. I this remember, one needs to sunset. I remember crazy days from when I was younger. I don't know what year that stopped, but I kind of remembered crazy days and Summerfest sort of being like n- kind of relatively non-distinguishable between yes. like what it felt like I was experiencing. Is that going to be a similar thing to what we had up at Summerfest with all the booths set up and all of that? So there, there's, there are some similarities and there are some differences. So, you know, Back, I remember as a kid in Stillwater, like, you know, they had downtown crazy days too. And you'd buy a grab bag for 50 cents and you get random garbage that, you know, your mom <laughs> wishes you didn't get. And, you know, it was going to end up in the trash anyhow. But, you know, there were, there was, they were seasonal sales that businesses are trying to move out their summer merchandise. Um, you know, Summerfest and Shop Moving Groove are a little bit different in that we've got a little bit uh, more of a, it's not the arts and crafts, and there aren't as many food vendors and things like that, but it's focused on right here on our local businesses. Chamber members can all have a booth at no charge for that, so we call it an outdoor trade show. Awesome. And we can we tell people, you know, we recommend, you know, have have an activity for the kiddos, and then you'll get a chance to talk to the parents. Yep. So, you know, there'll be, well, there'll be a dunk tank. There'll be an inflatable obstacle course. There's going to be giant Jenga, you know, all kinds of fun activities. We'll have some live music and it's really focused on promoting our local businesses. Okay. Rather than arts and crafts and the music and the food and yeah, all that. It's that not, goes on. It, yeah. it is a different look and feel. Normally we are on Lincoln Avenue uh, downtown and there's, you know, plenty of sidewalk sales and things like that. But, you know, we didn't know what the timing of the road construction on Lincoln Avenue was going right. to be. So we're like, we're need. We're gonna go with Plan B. Is gonna be Plan A. So we are at Spice Riverfront Park this year. And is that, that's gonna be big enough to fit all that stuff? We're gonna find out. We're gonna find <laughs> out. We'll find out. That's yep. what you gotta do. Yep. So, um, how about some other events that you have on the schedule? Yeah. So, um, in addition to the the shop moving groove, we are doing a little retail fun activity that starts on July first called the Otter Shop Hop. Um, that will be, um, there'll be 20 businesses who will have a little, little orange hidden otter, little stuffed otter that will be hidden in their business. And you pick up a little card and you go around from business to business, finding the otter. 
and they'll stamp your card once you find it. Um, they'll stay in the stores, you know, they'll be there from the July 1st to July 20th. So you've got a couple weeks to visit every store. I'll give you a little tip. Yeah. If you purchase something, you'll get a free hint okay. as to where the otter is. So okay. you need to find at least 13 otters and then you'll get, you take your card. Yes. And- the point is to spend money yes. at these locations, people. <laughs> the point isn't to go in there and search for this otter, although right. it is, but yes, the but point is always to spend money at kinda, these places. We're kind of tricky that way, <laughs> yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, so we're, you know, people can go in and they find 13 otters and then they will get registered to when we'll do a drawing on July 24th. And we're giving away $1,500 in local gift cards, hey. Fergus Bucks, and other cool prizes. Let's talk about Fergus Bucks. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a, a economically minded individual. I'm mm-hmm. into really, really into the idea of a local currency, something that keeps dollars here in our community. Yep. So talk about Fergus Bucks a little bit. Yeah. So Fergus Bucks have been around a very long time. Um, We are one of the few communities that still have them. So chambers have gotten away from them a little bit uh, for a variety of reasons. I think they're, I mean, they, they can, they take a fair amount of staff time, but for us, we think it's important because it's money that's guaranteed to stay in the community. So we sell anywhere from $50,000 to $120,000 every year of Fergus Bucks, which means that's money that stays with our chamber members. Mm. So Fergus Bucks are prepaid checks. They're they're real money. It's They're legitimate money, money, money that you can spend at any chamber member. And um, it's really like a gift card of Fergus Falls. So like if you're giving away a graduation gift or – you know, a thank you gift to your paper delivery person or somebody who's, you know, uh, retiring and you're like, well, let's see, Fleet Farm or Home Depot or, you know, uh, Union Pizza or, you know, Zen's, you know, you're trying to pick what restaurant or you're pr- trying to pick what store. Fergus Bucks work at all of them. Yeah. You know, I could probably talk to you for hours about, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big cryptocurrency guy. I'm, yeah, I was like, gonna say they're not. A, they're, but, it's not Bitcoin. But but <laughs> it wouldn't be very hard at all to write a smart contract. I don't want to confuse anyone with that terminology. But to write a, I mean, you could create a cryptocurrency right here in our community that acts exactly similar. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. And then we're trading everything with QR codes, right? So you go up and you scan a QR code at the restaurant right from your cell phone. Bam. So maybe Fergus Bucks. Oh, maybe we need to get we together to and talk, talk about yeah. how we can put a facelift on Fergus yep. Bucks a little bit. Because we've tried. And bring technology, bring us to the next level. Because I think that could cut out mass amounts of man hours yeah. if, if, if we were able to establish that. So we'll have to talk. Definitely. I think there's lots of things that we can talk about yep. after this interview. Well, so. yeah, we'll have to go off mic for those. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We might, you might run into a little bit more um, scrutiny and regulations if you get into the digital currency space yeah. as opposed to these like more barbaric checks yep. or whatever. How can we do it without? Yeah. How I've, can we do it without? We're always, and yep. that's one thing we're always willing to try and look at different things. I mean, not everything that the chamber has done has worked or sustained, but you know, we just right. keep trying things much like a, a small business. We operate, or at least uh, me and the board of directors, we operate the chamber of commerce like we're a small business. You know, yep. we, we, we want 
you know, to balance what we're spending and what we're bringing in. We want to make sure that our members are getting value, that our community gets value. Right. Um, the Like the Fergus Bucks program, you know, we looked at gift cards, you know, the like the Visa gift cards. Yep. And I was like, okay, well, people could take them anywhere. Well, then that defeats the purpose. Absolutely. You know, we want the money to stay here in Fergus Absolutely. Falls. Absolutely. All right, let's get back on track with events. You mentioned oh, sure. the the July first to July twentieth. Find the otter. Yep, otter shop hop. Otter shop hop, and then the shop move and groove on July thirteenth. Yep. Talk a little bit more about anything else that comes to mind as far as events. Yeah, and so then our next event right away, uh, August eighteenth. In uh, we have our. It's probably 19 years, 18, 19 years of a golf scramble. Okay. So, and we we do a theme every year. So this year's theme is the Wild West Showdown. Okay. So we're encouraging folks to dress in costume. For <laughs> Yes, and for real, you would be so surprised. Dress up like a cowboy and go yep. hit around to golf. Dress, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it's... We, we don't want cowboy boots on the greens because okay. our greens are fantastic. Like Pebble Lake Golf Club yep. is beautiful. amazing. Yep. It's absolutely just such a nice mm-hmm. course. I'm not a golfer, but I can plan a heck of a golf tournament. So it's a lot of fun. We have businesses. Our chamber members are out on the tee box playing games, giving prizes away, giving food away. As I mentioned, Marco before, they grill up premier brats and give them away out on the course to the golfers. Um, we give away a ton of prizes. That's where our staff or Leanne Barnett comes in. She just collects great prizes from awesome. our very generous community. And I think that's one thing that's so cool about Fergus Falls is our community is very giving, very philanthropic, but they're, again, they're supporting each other in business too. So mm-hmm. the golf tournament's a whole lot of fun. Um, we are not doing a cart rodeo or anything like that. You can't bring a cow or a horse, but pretty <laughs> much everything else is, you know, sky's the limit. Cool. Cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Any other events, future outlook, current operations that come to mind? You know, we are always looking at what best serves our business community. Um, Back in 2021, we went through a strategic planning process and changed things up a little bit as far as what we're offering. We're focusing more on, you know, events that people can attend and have fun at. And then behind the scenes, just focusing more on the the legislative advocacy, representing the business viability and Mm. making sure that, you know, that there aren't laws created that hinder their ability to be prosperous or that, you know, things, you know, we want them to be all business friendly. So you're, you are the representatives of our, uh, to advocate for, for healthy, healthy business operations, keep the government from overreaching and overregulating and coming down on them. We try. And, and, you know, one of the things when you're in business that I learned many years ago is that, you know, you have a way of operating your business and your political thoughts or, or what you think is best for the business community might be different from the business down the road. And you don't want to alienate your customers mm-hmm. by taking a big stance or, you know, supporting one issue over another, that type of thing. And so that's where the chamber can come in. And I, and I explain to people that we're the shield, like I'll collect all that information from our members, from the business community, how this proposed legislation will impact them, um, how not doing something could impact the business community. And I can, I can share that information collectively. So I will go to city council meeting and share what our members are saying Mm. so that they don't have to, they're busy running their businesses. We take care of standing up for them when, when we need to. Awesome. I like it. I like it. It's, 
like yeah. I said, it's not an event, but it's it's ongoing. Yeah. And, but we do do some events with that, whether it's you know connecting those policymakers to the businesses. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Always fun stuff. And yeah. bowling. We do bowling tournament too. Bowling tournament. Yeah. When's the bowling tournament? We do that on the Saturday before the Super Bowl every year. Okay. So okay. that's that's, so that's been a going on long for, ways away. But yeah, but it's been going on for thirty though. years, and it's that's just cool. Random. Just all the businesses, all the chamber members can come and participate in a bowling tournament. Yeah, and cool. it's fun. Like yeah. fun games. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um feel free to throw in anything else <laughs> that you that you want to talk about or that comes to mind here. Uh otherwise, I want to get into um some advice and mistakes. Sure. How about let's just start with the biggest mistake that you feel like you've made, whether it be a personal mistake or a chamber of commerce or business related mistake. That's a good question because you know I was my philosophy is you don't really learn anything until you've made a mistake. Right. You know if you we, if we all did everything right the first time, you know we wouldn't learn anything. And so, you know, I've made lots of little mistakes along the way. I would say, you know, I was just thinking about the golf tournament. One of the things that we did that we we've learned to think things through a little bit more. And, and one year at our golf tournament our our theme was um country bumpkin. So okay. like hillbillies, you know, hmm. and so we were thinking, yeah, you know, Dukes of Hazard, and you know, you know the Daisy Dukes, and you know shorts, and you know people dressed up like kind of hicks and cowboys and whatnot, <laughs> right. you know. So we're like, oh yeah, we could like have a golf cart decorated, you know, make it look like the General Lee. And they're like, yeah, we could have decorate the clubhouse with Confederate flags and U.S. flags and. Yeah, we didn't think that through. <laughs> didn't, Not at all. Didn't got no, some got some pushback no, on no, that. No, no, huh? we had or, some golfers call the mayor that morning and oh dang, showed up at the golf tournament. And they're like, uh, you can't, can't have, have this. Those. I'm like, you oh, can't have this here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that was probably mm-hmm. that was embarrassing. That was yep. I, it's so unfortunate. I, you know, I yep. just. I apologize to everyone we offended for that because, like I said, you don't learn unless you make mistakes. That's right. And so from now on, we kind of learn things think along the way. Yeah, yep. think it through a little bit. Absolutely. You know, we want people to come to a chamber event and have fun, you know, let their inner child out. Right. Um, but, wow, let's not be stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's good. That was a bad one. Yeah, that's that's good, though. I yeah, like that. Yeah. I like that. That's funny. Um, how about best business advice? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't don't just operate on your own. Yep. You know, reach out and 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 not necessarily help help, but find a buddy, a mentor, somebody that you can vent to, share with, you know, bounce ideas off of that's outside of your business. Yeah. That isn't in your business. And you know, we do that in the chamber world. You know, we get together, uh, we've got the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce Executives Group where we bounce ideas off each other, but we also confide in each other on different things. You know, hey, we're gonna try this or that, but be and be willing to try things. Yeah. You know, try it. If it if it works, great. If it doesn't, move on. You know, figure figure something out. I, I think one of the things that that I remember that I that we that I tried when I was at Nelson Auto Center, and a lot of people would probably they're going to see these not this time of year, but um, back in the not late late nineteen nineties, so probably nineteen ninety nine when Explorer launched their sport track vehicle, they had an a out, outfitters or get outside campaign, and so we worked with JK Sports locally with Nelson Ford, 
and created these camouflage jackets with the Nelson Ford logo embroidered on them. And if people bought a truck, they got a free jacket. Hmm. And we're like, yeah, this is a really cool campaign. It's going to go from, you know, uh, October 1st to October 31st was the campaign of 1999. Hmm. Well, people are still getting camouflage jackets here in 2023. Hmm. Like it was the campaign that kept right. going, but we tried it. You know, it, don't be afraid to try things. Yep. Because uh, it either becomes something good or it becomes a business mistake that you learn yeah, from. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. and, and, and if everything goes right the first time, That's you're right. not going to learn anything That's right. and you're not going to grow. Yeah. We, I, We've made plenty of mistakes, even yeah. with the chamber. Like we've tried something that we copied another chamber that was a, you know, colossal success, huge success for them. And we right. tried it. I'm like, oof, that was a waste of time and money. We're Didn't never doing that again. Town or yeah. Whatever. yeah. Yeah. So wrap up here and add anything that uh, you f- feel like, or just like a, a general on the way out here, what would you want people to know about the chamber and, and everything? Well, I would say, first of all, it's okay to not know what the chamber does. That's okay. You know, every chamber is different in every community. Um, And unless you're involved as deeply as I am or our staff or our board, you may not know. And that's okay. Um, But reach out to us. Uh, We're we're kind of the Google of Fergus Falls in, you know, telephone format where people call and ask questions. Um, Don't be afraid to get together with us and see if there is a fit. Like I said, Every business is looking for something a little bit different, but the biggest thing is, is if when we have all the businesses that we do investing in the Chamber of Commerce, we have a stronger economy overall. Right. And if that matters to you, which most of our businesses, mm-hmm. they want success around them because success breeds success. Yep. Reach out to us and let's just get together and talk. I, I always say I'm happy to meet with people and learn more about their business and see if there's, you know, some synergies where we yep. can work together. So. Absolutely. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Stop in, give you a phone call, shoot you an email. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm available. I'm in and out of the office because I do spend a lot of time meeting with our members one on one. But uh, our website's fergusfalls.com. The phone number is two one eight seven three six six nine five one, and my email address is lworkman l w r k m a n just like it sounds. Fergusfalls.com. Cool. I'll Workman get your work. <laughs> I, I like that. That last name is like perfect for I your know. position here. You married into that name. I know. Yeah. I, I didn't know great. that at the time. It's <laughs> great. Well, thank you for coming in and, and telling the story. And ho- I think that people are going to have a really good idea about what the chamber yeah. does after this now, or at least know more about it than they did before, hopefully. Well, so, thanks for inviting me yeah. to be on this side of the microphone. It's, yeah. it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Well, that's good. That's good. I don't <laughs> want it to be scary for anyone. I want sure. it to be a good experience for everyone who cool. wants to come do this. So, um, well, yeah, thanks a lot, guys, uh, for listening. And uh, we'll be back. I've got Mayor Ben Shire coming in this afternoon for an interview. So that'll cool. be fun to hear his story and what's going on at, up at that level of our, our city. Yeah. Um, but anyways, if you guys want to get on the show, uh, Fergus Falls or FFBS podcast at gmail.com is the best way to get a hold of me. I'll have all of Lisa's contact information in the show description. Thank you to the sponsors, Stumbino's, Swan Lake, uh, Elevate, Victor Lundin's, and Hotel 8. We'll be, uh, we'll be back with more people to talk to. Have a good week. <laughs>